um, before we get started with our main topic. But if you are here, feel free to sound off. Let me see. Um, thank you, Susan. I just saw where you said congratulations. So I've got comments turned on. I can read the comments and the messages now. So thank you. Um, try not to bump the laptop. Um, he decided to give us mood lighting for this. So if we look like ghouls, please let us know so that we can change it for next time. Not going to change anything. Ultimately, it turns into a podcast. So <laughs> they can't see the mood lighting. Uh, but yeah, we'll give it a minute or two before we get started. And uh, tonight's topic is going to be on purpose. So really, it's about goals. It's about what your goals are, if you know what those are, and if not, help determining those. Uh, we've got a couple of questions lined up. Uh, would love to have more questions, and I'll keep checking the Facebook for that. Um, and then why your goals are what they are, because why they are matters as much potentially more than what they are. Uh, I won't say that one is necessarily better than the other, um, but why is important. It's what keeps you going. So I don't want to talk about that too much. Uh, so let me share these to the pages so they can get going. And do you want to go lock the door? Let's get to go lock up the door so nobody randomly walks in. We did have a client in here with us. Um, yeah. So. Yeah. <laughs> Yep, so I'm sharing this to the collective pages so that people can see it. So it is now 6.58. We'll go ahead and get started. It doesn't have to be right on the exact time, uh, preferably, but no, hey. Pretty close. Yeah, things to do, places to be. So it's better to have a couple couple minutes on this end of it instead of the other end of it like we did last week. So yeah, potato tomato. All right. So welcome back to the Lift Hard Speakeasy podcast. My name is Jacob Super Soldier Summers, and this is I'm Lindsay Glamazon Prime Summers. All right. So tonight, uh, last week we just had a general Q and A and introductions. Uh, so that those of you who don't know us kind of got a brief introduction to who we are, what we do, uh, how we met, um, and what we bring to the table to be able to professionally talk on a casual podcast. I don't, I don't claim to be a professional. He is, I'm not. So we, yeah, so that was just to kind of get the ball rolling. This week we decided to have kind of a guided, loosely guided topic for this, and that is purpose. I did a video series um, on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, uh, it was either this year or last year where I basically talked about what I consider to be the big P's of fitness, uh, which is purpose, your, which is your goal, your plan, which is your roadmap to accomplish your goal, your progress, which is how to measure that plan or that roadmap along the way um, so that you have benchmarks, landmarks that you can set yourself by um, to know where you're going, which brings in two point perspective, which is knowing that you're further along than where you started, but not where you want to be, but that allows you to be kind to yourself and more forgiving and put it into perspective um, and not judge yourself against others. That's also perspective. And then priority and persistence. Basically, those last two go together. Whatever you value the most, whatever you want to work the most is going to be what you prioritize. It's going to be what you make time for. 
and persistence is about getting after that every single day. It's consistency. So tonight we're just starting off with purpose. So and your your priority sometimes drives your persistence as well. So. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So, <laughs> Uh, so I'll talk a little bit on that. Lindsay will talk a little bit on it. We'll go back and forth and I'll also look and see if anybody's commenting with more questions. I've got a couple, but yes, um, purpose is the most important part of why you work out. Um, if you were to use my metaphor of the roadmap, uh, basically the plan being a roadmap, just like going on a trip, there are some trips that are fun. Uh, that are, you know, you don't have a destination. It's just all about the journey. And the same can be said to an extent for fitness, but too many times people don't see the progress they want because they have that roadmap or without, you know, a purpose about a destination they're going to. So purpose is all about finding out where you're going so that if you want to dig detours, you can, but so that you're basically not just taking a joy ride or a spin through the gym every day, kind of guessing at what you're doing but allowing yourself to enjoy the journey while still working towards your goal. So really, I tell people that the, the biggest, the most common purposes that people end up choosing tend to follow a couple of categories. They want to look good. They want to feel good. They want to know what their bodies are capable of doing. And they, they just want to be able to lead a quality of life and live long. Um, now there's a whole bunch of other tinier categories that fit into that, um, obviously, but those tend to be the most common. Are there any others you can think of? I mean, other than it being a subcategory, I would say they looking good and feeling good. They want to perform. Right. And so that's one of the biggest things that I perform for me is knowing what your body's capable of doing. I tell people all the time, it's great. And I want one of my goals with people to be that they want to wake up and look in the mirror and like the way they look. But I also want them to then know what their bodies are capable of doing. Because honestly, the two most honest goals in fitness are to look good naked, which doesn't have to mean, you know, sexy times, but it can. Um, and that's pretty universally understood. Yeah. Like a lot of folks, when you ask them what they want out of working out, like what's your purpose, you're going to get that a lot of Not the time. even making it a sexual thing, just making yeah. it a, this is the body you, you're in. For you, it even, is, yeah, it's not for somebody else. It's looking good naked see, for you in the mirror. It is your muscle skin suit that you're wearing around for the rest of your life. Right. So waking up and being able to look at that without having the advantage of, you know, the clothes made me, you know, were cut right. So it looked good. But just knowing that you roll out of bed and you step in the shower and take a look in the mirror and you're happy. It doesn't have to be somebody else's happy. It could be your happy. It doesn't have to be Brad Pitt with, you know, I don't think he has six pack abs anymore, but choose somebody with six pack abs. They all have that. Zach Efron. Out. It does not have to be Zach Efron or <laughs> Dwayne The Rock Johnson or uh, Gina Carano or Danny Lynn Bailey. It can be your version. So it can be what you want to look like. So looking good naked in your eyes is one of the most honest ones. And wanting to continue to move your body for the rest of your life without pain is one of the other ones. I always say it's the being able to carry all the groceries in in one trip. <laughs> Or the being able to pick up your kids, grandkids, nieces, nephews without having to worry that you're going to drop one of them. Or uh, that you can make it up a flight of stairs without getting winded, which, you know, is still the bane of power lifters and strongmen. And I make that joke as one. So. Well, I, I make the, the reference all the time that I, I've got from years of playing sports and doing things, I have 
you know, joints that creak and pop and I have ankles that don't function the way they're supposed to anymore from playing softball. And, um, I've got a bad knee from taking a weird fall at roller derby and I've got a bad shoulder from, you know, years of either softball or who knows, just, just from a lot of different things. But I know, and I can say with confidence because I've experienced it, working out makes that feel better. And I have my shoulder at any given time um, clicks and, and hurts when it gets to, I don't have a full range of motion and it, when it gets to a certain point, it doesn't, it just doesn't feel right, you know, but after I've done a shoulder workout, after I've done push-ups, after I've done push press or, or workouts with um, a single dumbbell, um, that feels better. And my body knows it. So as bad as I may dislike some of those workouts, it does feel better. Are you checking out your forehead or what are we doing? No, checking out comments. Oh. That was a weird comment. I don't know what that's supposed to be. It really looked like you were just really getting close so you could see your forehead. In the... Yeah, no, I wasn't looking at my forehead. I know there's sweat on it. Yeah. So, but in, and it's the same with my knee. Like as bad as leg day, oh, as bad as I know some of these squat days are going to be afterward for a couple of days, I know my knee is not going to hurt. And so that's another that's another huge part of purpose is knowing that the pain that you're enduring now is going to be worth it in the long run because the things that are hurting you are not going to hurt you yeah. yeah so for me what that means is that when you're getting ready to choose goals you are choosing a couple of different categories so we've talked about it in the general how it affects your life sense how it affects which type of program you choose is are you trying to burn fat are you trying to build muscle are you trying to kind of do both at the same time in terms of recomp? So put on a little, lose a little um, that way. So that's three of the goals related to kind of aesthetics. Are you trying to get strong? Are you trying to get fast? Are you trying to be a long distance runner? So is your goal cardio or strength? Is your goal aesthetic or performance? You need to narrow it down to that. First off, whether or not it's aesthetic or performance, or if it's, and performance kind of loosely ties into the last one, which was aesthetic performance or quality of life and mobility. So choose which one of those you think that you want as a big goal, and then we can begin to trickle down into the smaller goals. So for instance, with performance, you want to get strong, okay? Or you wanting to be able to lift a couple of reps really heavy, one rep really heavy, or you wanting to move weight over time, like a strongman. If it's aesthetic, are you trying to lose fat, put on muscle, or do both? If it is quality of life, is it just generally you want to look good and feel, or is it that you want to feel good or are you trying to rehab or regain mobility? And it's not that those can't be kind of cross combined to an extent, but having a primary focus for those is what you want to narrow it down to. Um, after that, uh, for me, it comes down to the why. So do you have a, anything you want to say before we move into the why? Well, my why is, you know, I, I do several things. What? I'm teasing you. Go. Oh, well, I, I do things. I play roller derby. So obviously I want to be functionally fit for roller derby. Um, you know, I don't, I don't want to get out there and be winded and, and you know not be able to keep up because there are some people that have been doing this for longer um 
And I'm also, you know, part of the training committee. So I've got folks that are coming in that have never done this before that I want them to have a good example of, you know, what a roller derby player is like, you know, what they need to expect when they get out on the track. Um, definitely not saying that I am the foremost um, example of roller derby, but I want to be, you know, I, I want to be Miracle Whips or um, Scald Eagle or Lauren Much, want to be Lauren Much. Um, but, you know, I, that's my why. I, I want to be, I want to perform. I want to perform the way I want to perform. And, um, you know, I want to be able to do the things that, that I want to do. I want to run Spartan races and I want to do, or well, obstacle course races in general. Um, and I want to, you know, hike the Grand Canyon and go do stuff. That's my why. I, I work out because I want to be able to perform. Well, and my why used to be a lot more about way back in the early days where I would kind of like just piddle paddle around. It was about wanting to be a superhero or whatnot, wanting to have big muscles, wanting to whatever. But I think one of the defining points of when my whys became more internal, and we're about to go into intrinsic versus extrinsic, internal versus external in a second. But when mine became stronger and more solidified were when I nearly drowned and then I wanted to put muscle on them. It became a, I don't want to be at the point where I can't save myself or help myself if nobody else is around. And I stopped caring about, and this is one of the reasons powerlifting, I was drawn to powerlifting strongman is I don't care about comparing my powerlifts, my, my deadlift, my bench press, my squat, my overhead press to other people. Yeah, it's fun to lift alongside people and go into competitions. But I just don't ever want to stagnate. So I've told people before, stagnation is death. Uh, there's nothing wrong with taking a breath or a pause or a rest period. Everybody needs one, whether it's a day, a week, or sometimes a year, um, or sometimes more. Um, and sometimes that rest period can be what you need to level right. up into what you want to be. Right. But I don't ever want, I want to be progressing. And now that obviously means at some point, you know, you get 40, 50, 60 years old or older, like the, you have to adjust your expectations for what that means like you're not always going to be able to move lift whatever like you did like we don't lift like we were in high school i didn't lift in high school so i don't have numbers to compare that to but there's other methodologies but i always wanted to make sure that i was moving forward and that i was a better me than i was yesterday and so that's my internal motivation so that brings me to my thing there's two different sides and i'm probably going to describe this incorrectly and somebody's going to get on and tell me i'm using the terms incorrectly but we'll call them internal and external instead of extrinsic and intrinsic because that's where i'm going to get tripped up in terminology internal external so internal external goals external goals you do this because you want to move around with your kids your family or you want to look good to your wife or husband um those are not that's well that's going into my second point that's the internal part the external goals are where you're doing it for somebody else, no matter how positively motivated those are, which means that if that person's not around or either temporarily or permanently, then those goals risk falling apart, but it doesn't make it them any less valid. Sometimes that's why you start and sometimes those people don't go away uh, and they are will always be a part of your life, but because it is dependent on something that is not with you all the time, somebody that's not with you all the time, then it's good to have an internal goal. I'm not saying don't have external goals, but I will say to pair them with an internal one. 
internal goals are the ones that matter to you. So to use an example, Lindsay listed off some internal ones, but she also listed off some external ones. She mentioned that she wanted to be said people. Um, what was it again? Greta Munch? What Munch? Greta Munch? Greta Munch. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's good. We're going to record We're that. We're going to record that and replay that. Lauren, All the rollers. Lauren Munch. Munch. <laughs> roller derby? Roller derby? Okay, the roller derby. Greta takes. Munch. She will now forever be known as Greta Munch. The, de the derby girls are going to, derby women are going to kill me. I don't, I don't pretend to know everybody. I don't even, I don't even chase celebrities in powerlifting or strong, man. I'm not chasing all the celebrities in somebody else's sport. I don't think you've ever mentioned her to me before. So this is the first time tonight anyway. But she mentioned that there are people that while she doesn't want to literally be them, they are aspirations. For me, that's The Rock. It would be awesome to be The Rock. He's a great external motivation for their days. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like there's a lot of his work ethic and mentality I vibe with, but those are generated by him. I have to generate my own ones. So external goals being you want to be like somebody or you want to do it for somebody else. Somebody else is initiating or spurring that. And you may be a really good follower of that. And it may be helping you out. But internal would be like my example of I want to be a better me than I was yesterday. And I do it for self-empowerment, self-improvement, mental health. Those are internal motivations. So I did that. That that was mine for a, a long, long time, time. A long time. Even when I started CrossFit. Well, she still does. Was, she still does it for mental health. She's absolutely. been out this week because of I have stomach, stomach stuff. I've had stomach bugs since like Monday evening. And that's it's, been the hot potato game with your anyway. So it's been um, bad. But but she still does that. There'll be times that I really want to go do something. I'm like, hey, can we skip tonight? And she's like, no, I have to go do it. I'm like, I know, just this one time. And I mean it, I'm not going to try to do it on a regular basis. But she's like, no, I have to go do it because it's part of her mental health. So my my her, my time working out is. And CrossFit's actually a perfect example. Oh, shut up. CrossFit's a perfect example. Yes, brought to you by no, in Tuscaloosa. Uh, but yes, uh, okay. I don't know. It'll come back to you in a second. No, I no, I use um, I. I'm not a particularly religious person. I am spiritual, but I'm not particularly religious. But working out has always been my sanctuary. That's my church, if you will. Um, it's my peace of mind. That's where I go to clear my head and not have to uh, pump myself up and, and feel better about everything that's gone on that day. So if I have a crap day, I can go to the gym and clear all of everything else out of my head. And that that's what makes me feel better for the day is being at the gym. And um, so, yeah, there was a lot of times when I was doing my little 20-minute Jillian Michaels videos when I first started out that um, I, I had I had nobody to, I was doing these alone in my living room, you know, for the 20 minutes that I got off work. And I, I would go to work during the day and I would come home and I would do these videos. And I wasn't going to a gym. I didn't have accountability buddies. Nobody else was doing this with me, just me. So there really literally was no one to compare myself to but me. So that whole just being the best, being better than I was yesterday was literally the only metric I had well, when and, I started out. So And CrossFit's actually, I won't say CrossFit in general because CrossFit, whatever. Um, CrossFit Tuscaloosa. Look, you don't have to hate it. You can, you, can, you can 
be honest it's with us here. A running okay gag. It. I totally don't hate CrossFit. Um, anyway, <laughs> no, we I love you, Richard. I have nothing wrong with CrossFit in general, and I have nothing wrong with CrossFit Tuscaloosa. I absolutely love the idea, the core ideology of CrossFit, and I absolutely love CrossFit Tuscaloosa. It is run by a strong, sexy, beautiful, bearded man who, if he's watching this, I love you, Richard. Um, <laughs> but no. Free advertising, we plugged you. My only issue with CrossFit, I just use it as a running gag, but my only issue with CrossFit is the same I have with any other gym or methodology, which is the ones that run it really shitty and got their certification in the box. Um, but your reasons for going to CrossFit are actually a good combination of several internal and external motivators. Uh, you do it for the community, which is an external motivator. Uh, you would still work out, but obviously it's a plus that you do it with your community. Like you've listed many times that one of the main reasons you still go is because you like your family. There. I do. Um, I love my CrossFit family. I go to the Christmas parties. I eat pot chips. I watch Richard. Anyway, so, um, and then you have your internal motivators of wanting to beat your personal bests um, of your mental health. You also have your external motivators of wanting to be the person, the, the woman who RX'd it or the one who did the best. Yeah. So, yeah. well, not necessarily competing with other people. You do kind of sit and engage it. So you've well, got I mean, a pretty even distribution of internal right. and external motivators. And I mean, and that, and that's, that's a, a good point is that your purpose changes over time. Right. And, and that's something, you know, that's definitely changed for me with CrossFit is that, again, when I went in, now I started CrossFit probably six-ish years ago, five, six years ago, and did CrossFit for a couple of years, and then I had to take a couple of years break, um, and then I came back to it, and I've been there for another couple of years. So I've been in and around the community for, you know, six-ish years. And when I first started CrossFit, I didn't have a clue what I was doing, didn't know how to do the movements, none of that. So there was nothing to compare me to because I wasn't doing the same kind of CrossFit that everybody else was doing. So it was literally just a, you know, compare myself to me. As long as I'm doing better than the day before, then that's a win. And now it's getting better because now I do have people to compare myself to. You know, I've been doing it long enough now that I can actually friendly compete with the other people in the gym because you know i know where i am i know where my numbers are i know what i can do what i can accomplish and so um yeah my purposes my goal has changed a little bit well, and, it, and it will it'll it'll change and shift it and right. uh, i think the important thing is first off it looks like my elbow sitting on the actual frame right there that's cool anyway so uh, <laughs> We can amuse it the smallest thing. Yes, it looks like we're all of us sitting on the virtual frame on our live stream. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, um, yeah, no, I think the important thing about that is the reason. Ah. So <laughs> there we go. We're going to have to screenshot that later. Um, so the important thing there is that both you recognize not only what your goals are, why you're doing them, you recognize that they're an even distribution of external and external because a lot of people Did you mean to say external and external external and internal oh. yeah anyway i didn't know if Inks, that was a external external <laughs> so the internals it's a new it's Still a new thing them. you heard it first here we have phrased it. copyright Inks, tm external new yeah. tattoo service Lucas right. hit me up later all right so TM. trademark trademark that's um, ours now but <laughs> yeah um how to wrap it up for a second 
but that happens a lot with us. You're going to have to, well, it's us. both recognizing that you need an external and internal motivation and also recognizing that those are yours because a lot of people will be in denial about, Oh no, I, I, I don't do this just for my family. I do it for me, but you know, that they may want that to be the case, but unless they've developed a, a solid core internal reason, motivation, then it's kind of just paying lip service to it. Like it's one of those ones where, no, you're lifting and you're working out. It doesn't have to be super deep or anything like that. I'm not saying you have to have a whole philosophical conversation with yourself, but at least once when you're getting started or when you hit a snag or when you hit a plateau, stop and go, why am I really doing this? I mean, I do that every couple of months, couple of years. Like some of them are small ones. Like, oh, why am I doing this? Oh yeah, that reason. And then there's times like this year where going through the transition from, you know, COVID to maybe out of COVID sometime in the next 10, 10 20 years. We don't um, pretend to know. And we don't pretend to know. All kinds of work transitions and ups and downs and competition. I finally just had to stop and go, why am I doing this? What's keeping me in the game? Uh, I know what my goals are, but should those be my goals anymore and why? It's, and very, it's very important to take inventory of your feelings because and your goals and, and, and reevaluate. It, it's, there's nothing says that you can't reevaluate well, or that there's, you're you not should. taking anything away from your purpose or your goals if you have to reevaluate. Well, you should reevaluate all the time. It's like going to a therapist or a marital counselor or whatever. Like it's not, doesn't mean that there's something wrong. It just means you're doing a little bit of prehab therapy with yourself and going, okay, just so that I don't get burnt out on this, why am I doing it? And do I have to be doing it this hard? Like, is there a way for me to scale back? Or are there times I could say, hey, I'm doing enough or I'm even doing more than enough and it's okay to relax. And that kind of goes with the persistence and some of our later points, but knowing, uh, establishing reasons why you do it, being honest about those and knowing why or what's going to keep you doing it. Cause when I'm lifting heavy ass weights, like when Jay was in here doing, seeing me do overhead presses earlier with 125 pounds for 12 reps at a time. And I go, and I was like, dear God, I think I'm fucking crazy sometimes. Like, I seriously question my sanity sometimes. 112.25 is a lot for 12 reps. It adds up. But whether it, your weight is individual to you anyway, your workload is unique to you. The point is when you have moments like that, even if it's just a little two-second joke, it's you go, I do this because I want to get strong. Or I remember how it feels when I push through this. And I remember why I enjoy it. When you remember, oh, it's, I'm doing all this work because of the strongman competition, because I, I enjoy going to those and seeing what I'm capable of doing, both in front of myself, in front of my friends and family, in front of new friends and family that I make, and being able to tell those stories later on, even if I have nobody else to tell them to, to myself. So that's one, part of one of mine. Like my internal motivator, my internal motivation is what's going to get me up in the morning and do it. Um, and go, it's going to start it, it's going to keep me doing it. But the external motivation there is just kind of in those in between for me, uh, where I'm like, oh, why? And then I remember, oh, yeah, strongman competition, stories that I get to tell, you know, stories like kids and grandkids, uh, nieces and nephews and family and, and or just that I know that I can look back on later and that I did those things, that I accomplished something and that I'm proud to do it. And life is nothing if not stories. So with that said, Unless you have anything to add, I'm going to. Life is nothing if not stories. If that's not the most, the truest phrase for us, I can't tell you. Brevity is not our friend. You all know. You heard the episode last week. I'm looking for. 
honestly, uh, when you said purpose, all I hear in my head is um, Avenue Q playing because there is a song called Purpose. So that's all that's playing in my head right now. I am a nerd. I fully embrace that. All right. So um, one of the questions that we got earlier, why it's not pulling up now, literally just had it a second ago. I was looking on the pages in the army. Okay, so. Oh, how dare you not know where it is? Bite me. All right, so Clarissa, uh, one of my good friends and great huggers and cosplayer, um, asked, What are realistic goals to have? That's where I was going to go with this. Um, we missed out on a whole thing, and I'm going to have to now have to summarize. Remember when I t- said I had a rabbit trail and I was trying to remember one part of this? I remember mm-hmm. what it was now. I'll try to make that quick. Um, so You heard um, it here first, folks. Followed up, Clarissa asks, understandably, this will be tailored to a person, but having a realistic goal, um, and whether or not, try, so having a realistic goal, and if this is realistic, or may or may not be. So basically... Um, goals are going to be realistic as tailored to the individual person. Uh, I know a lot of people who step into this fitness and don't know what setting a realistic goal is, have high expectations, and then don't have the motivation for follow through. So we talked about motivation in depth, uh, ex- external, external, there we go again, external. Got extrinsic and external. They're like the mitzi plitzik of, uh, motivations. So that goes into the, the point that I was desperately trying to remember at the beginning of this uh, stream, which is as cheesy as it is going to sound, there is a perfect little corporate PowerPoint presentation. I'm sure that it came from someplace else, but it's used in every corporate slideshow ever. Smart as an acronym. You know where I'm going with this? Yes, I don't remember exactly what everything is. is. Smart. It's an acronym in setting goals, specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based or timely. Now that varies all the time. Some people will say that um, they'll change out achievable for attainable, same difference, uh, relevant for realistic, um, and I say timely or time-sensitive. Um, but yeah, they use this in retail a lot. Your goals, like we said. We talked about it from a fitness perspective, or what you wanted. So in terms of what are you wanting to get out of this? Now, let's narrow it down to what does that mean in exercise science terms? So we talked about it in social terms, personal terms, psychological terms. And then we said that has to translate into aesthetics, performance, or quality of life. And then that trickles down into more specific goals. But once you know what you want that to be, so you want to you want to perform because you want to be strong for your family and for yourself. So we've tied in the why, and we now know that it's a performance thing and it's a strength-based thing, but that doesn't cover it all. You want to get specific about it. Are you wanting to get strong with one or three rep maxes or of time? Let's make it simple and say that it's powerlifting because that's what I can talk about very quickly and easily. Um, you want to get rep, uh, really good and really strong at being able to figure out what you can pick up for one rep really heavy 
in the big three lifts, squat, bench, press, and deadlift. So you've just specified it. You've just made, I will find out what my one rep max is in squat, bench, and deadlift. And I want to continue to make it stronger. Okay. You want to make it measurable, which is easy. You can measure how much weight you've progressed or you've added to the bar each day, each week. Achievable. So your goal, going back to specific for a second, say your goal is that you want to be able to bench 200, squat 300, and deadlift 400. Those are pretty high right off the bat uh, for a lot of people, but let's say those are your goals. Those are specific. I want to hit 200, 300, 400 in squat, bench, and deadlift. They're measurable, meaning you have a measuring point for what you want to get to, and they are achievable. You need to make sure they're achievable. Somebody who is a buck 15 may not be able to hit those numbers. Uh, they may be able to, trust me, plenty of people have, but you wanna find out if that's something you can even do. You saying, oh, I wanna be able to deadlift 900 or 1,000 pounds? Not saying you can't do it. I'm just saying that it's going to take a long time to hit and that you're currently looking at people like Hathor Bjornsson and Eddie Hall and other people like the, the number of people who have done that are smaller. So it's not impossible, but within the realm of achievability, make sure that those numbers you're shooting for are achievable. Um, you might wanna set some smaller ones or some slightly smaller ones first and then work up to that. Give yourself something achievable and relevant to be able to work to it initially. Um, now, this one says relevant uh, because um, it's re relating to job experience, but that's where I would say realistic instead. So we, achievable and realistic are kind of tied in the same one. Can you attain it and can you realistically attain it? So it's not just, is it possible, but say you gave yourself a timeline of being able to hit those in a year. So are you able to, which ties into time-based or timely. So you want to make sure that you have specified, using the powerlifting example, a smart goal would be, I'm going to bench press, let's say 135 instead. So I'm going to bench press 135, I'm going to squat 185, and I'm going to deadlift 225. And I can measure that along the way. I can give myself a time frame to hit that in so that weekly, I can check in and see if I'm on track for that, if I need to speed it up or slow it down. Yes, I've looked and seen if it is possible for people with your height and weight to achieve that. And is it realistic within the time frame that you've allotted and you've already covered the time frame in terms of you want to give yourself a year to be able to do that. So that's how I would go about uh, Clarissa establishing. It was a little bit windy and it's kind of hard to talk about one of each of these without talking about the other one accidentally when you're talking about attainable you kind of have to talk about timely and specific and measurable go together but specific measurable attainable realistic and timely or time sensitive so well i i won't tell you how to go about doing any of that on your own i can only give you what i've done as an example of um, I guess sort of an example of what he was just talking about. Now he put it in fitness powerlifting terms. I'm going to go full nerd on it. The very first time I ever went to Dragon Con. Uh, well, okay. I take that back. My second time at Dragon Con. First time I went, didn't know what it was about. This is why we have cosplay pictures in our screenshots. True. Um, the second time I went to Dragon Con, I knew that I wanted to dress up. Um, but I was heavy at the time. I was probably, you know, 200 plus pounds and not knowing anything about 
cosplay or Dragon Con or whatever, we all decided as a group we were going to go as Scooby-Doo. And I was Velma. And I had pictures as Velma. Um, Velma was my cosplay, and that was great. Um, I had, I actually had a blast being Velma. It was so much fun. But I decided that the next year, the next time I was going to go to Dragon Con, I wanted to be Sally Jupiter, Silk Spectre 1 from Watchmen. So when I'm in the living room doing my 20-minute Jillian Michaels videos with my weights, I would do uh, dumbbell thrusters, a squat with a press overhead. And when I pressed them, I would say, Silk Spectre, Silk Spectre. Silk Spectre, every time. That was my motivation. That was how I did it. And my, um, you know, mine was more of a, it was a thought. It was more abstract than lifting a certain amount of weight or losing a certain amount of weight. It was a, I want to be this character. And, you know, I had to do what I had to do to fill my idea of what that character was. And so, you know, I, I worked out, I set myself up. I didn't even, I don't even think I had a goal as to how much weight I wanted to lose. I just wanted to see the numbers go down. And so from the very beginning though, the one thing I do remember as a, a, a high point of, as a high point of um, what you have to remember is making sure that you're setting attainable goals, especially if your goal is to lose weight. Um, make sure you're not setting your goals as I want to lose 50 pounds because 50 pounds as a, as a long-term goal is great. But if you're looking at that every time you step on the scale and you're only seeing that you lost half a pound, um, that's going to be really daunting and it's eventually going to get down, you know, going to get you down that you're, you're only, you've got 49 and a half pounds to go to meet this goal. But if you set it as, I just want to lose five pounds. And then when you step on the goal and see you've lost a pound, you're so much closer now than you were when you were, you know, I need to lose 50 pounds. So then when you hit that five, I need to lose five pounds. And then that's it until you've hit your goal. Um, but yeah, it was, it's a very, it's a personal experience. And you have to kind of decide what your motivators are and what your uh, your time frames. You know, this is all this is all set up in in your head, in your in your space. What is your time frame? You have you want to do something that's timely. What's your time frame? You're you are completely in charge of all of that. And um, you know what's specific to you. What's uh, what was the end? Measurable. measurable. What's measurable to you? How do you measure it? That's How are you going to measure it? That's the progress part of my, my piece. Right. Stuff. How do you measure it? Is your progress, is your uh, measurable part of this experience that you've lost weight or that your clothes fit better or that you're less winded when you went up the stairs? If the answer is, the answer is yes for me when I was doing this, because part of it was that I carried a basket of laundry up my stairs one day and was so winded when I got to the top, I had to stop and catch my breath before I could pick up my laundry basket. Yeah, there's always tell all of my clients, there's usually at least one metric that we can come away from in a, within a workout that shows progress or improvement. And that's not to kiss anybody's ass, butter anybody's biscuit, tell them, oh, you're doing a good job, here's gold star. It's to show that literally if they are coming in here day after day, week after week, I will be able to find something that they did better, whether or not they just don't feel as fatigue reps or they did more weight um 
that they're in, or you feel better or, or you, you weren't as sore after you did a certain workout right you know it, so. count all the wins count all of that as progress you know you may not have hit the numbers that you wanted to hit but progress is progress regardless so so i'm gonna wrap it up here simply because Lindsay doesn't want to get home so we can eat food and drink yeah unless you've got anything else to say um, pretty much covered it so thank you for the people who contributed the questions um hopefully we can get some more in next time but this was kind of a topic that was kind of hard to ask questions about it was a little more abstract yeah yeah i agree with you i was just trying to think of another word for it it's not it's abstract nebulous whatever it's one was like okay cool goals let's talk about goals like there's not really a ton of like questions like how do i do this one rep whatever like um but so next time that we do the podcast we are working up to having a couple more like little things that we add in so we've gone from just having q a to we had a topic to talk about and then q a afterwards we'll probably be working in one of my old features that actually helped me find Lindsay, which is doing spotlights um at some point either at the beginning or end of the podcast where we read off one of our articles that highlights one of our weekend warriors our people that get out and use transformation to transform themselves um and we are obviously looking for podcast sponsors i know it's super early on in that but <laughs> if you're listening to this half Thor bjornson we will gladly take a rain sponsorship but uh, we also plan on having some uh, panelists uh some guest speakers on in uh, future episodes already have a registered dietitian that would like to come on for our nutrition episode whenever we decide to make that happen um, we'll either make it through the rest of these peas or we'll talk about one move into nutrition for a week and then come back to the other one so we do want to make it so that we are progressing you know purpose plan progress persistence but there's room in there to be able to talk about other things like your nutrition and whatnot so and, and we're we're gonna have to both of us are entirely too add to be able to just come in and freestyle every week because these episodes would be nine hours long don't act like you're less add of the two of us i could hold a captive audience for like three days so you could talk for three days yes about anything and everything i'm yes, just saying while they're tied up they're I'm a just, captive audience <laughs> i'm just saying if we if we don't have some some guidelines as to what we're talking about there'll be a lot of rabbit trails yes, but they will all be educational it's long. true it's true but so, at some point people are going to get tired of listening to us inspiring it's like hearing guests on talking about guests wow and on that we're going to end with gaston or captain hammer man's got to do what a man's got to do wow okay so now you all know right. what he thinks of himself anyway it's, it's off the play mostly all right so thank you everybody for tuning in as always roll tide we love you work hard live free and stay hungry you got the leaner for that one. i did